Hey, Fidelity, can I get a second opinion on stocks in the Fidelity app? With Fidelity, it's easy to get an outside opinion from independent experts in a single score. And then? When you're ready, trade U.S. stocks and ETFs with no commissions. That's right. I am always right. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity account. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at Fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, remembering Toby Keith, the country music icon, passing away at 62 after a battle with stomach cancer. The legacy he leaves behind and the tributes pouring in this morning. Then Royal Health Scare, new details on King Charles stepping away from public duties following his cancer diagnosis. Thankfully, this has been caught early and now everyone will be wishing him uh, that he gets the treatment that, that he needs. We are live at Buckingham Palace with the latest. Plus, opening up, two-time U.S. figure skating champion and Olympic medalist Gracie Gold is here for a deeply personal conversation revealing her private battles during her rise to fame. And don't touch that dial. The Super Bowl ad countdown continues with another sneak peek at a star-studded spot that will have everybody talking. Tell them about Jessica Aniston. (gasps) Jessica Aniston is going to be in it, too. Thank you. Today, Tuesday, February 6th, 2024. Lifelong friends. From Birmingham, Alabama. On a (laughs) father-daughter trip. From Riverside, California. Celebrate our 42nd anniversary. From Roseville, California. Sisters trip. From Greenville, South Carolina. Hi to my wife in Vancouver, Washington. Sending love to my four grandkids. In Spokane, Washington. Stewart, Florida. Hello, Excelsior, Minnesota. On a 24-hour girls trip from Chicago to visit the Today Show. That's oh 24 God. hours, and they're spending some of the hours here. I know. We're We've got to start early. early. Yes. You only got 24 hours. You can't be sleeping late. There's <laughs> too much right. to do. Welcome in, guys. It's a happy Tuesday here on the Today Show. We're happy that you're here with us. We sure are. And coming up tomorrow on today, guess who is joining us who? live? Who? Give us kind a clue. Kind of the guest. Give us a clue. Well, her name is Mama Kelsey. <laughs> oh, well, there you have it. She is going to be right here. She's going to dish on it all or not. We shall see. She gets to decide. (laughs) All right. Let's get right to our news at eight o'clock. Country music and the United States really has lost a legend. Singer songwriter Toby Keith died last night at the age of 62 after a battle with stomach cancer. NBC's Ann Thompson has more on an artist whose songs were infused with humor, patriotism, Mm -hmm. life lessons. He sort of covered it all, Annie. He certainly did, Hoda. A statement posted on Toby Keith's Instagram page this morning brought us the news. It said that the singer passed away peacefully, surrounded by his family. The statement goes on to say he fought his fight with grace and courage. Keith, a former oil field worker from Oklahoma, first topped the country charts in the 1990s with hits like should have been a cowboy. And how do you like me now? In all, he had more than 40 top 10 country hits and had sold more than 40 million albums. In the summer of 2022, Keith shocked his many fans by revealing his stomach cancer diagnosis, writing, I've spent the last six months receiving chemo, radiation and surgery 
So far, so good. He continued to perform, including in December in Las Vegas and at the People's Choice Awards, where he was honored in September and accepted the Country Icon Award to a standing ovation. Just last month, Keith celebrated the 10th anniversary of his Cancer Foundation, which opens its doors to sick children and their families. He is survived by his wife of almost 40 years, Tricia, as well as their three children and grandchildren. Such a loss. Such a loss this morning. All right, Anne, thank you so much. Thank you, Anne. Britain's royal family is dealing with a health crisis this morning. Buckingham Palace announced yesterday that King Charles has been diagnosed with cancer. NBC's Molly Hunter is at the palace with what we know about his condition and how the family is rallying around him. Molly, good morning. Savannah, that's right. We have new details about how exactly the family is rallying around the 75-year-old monarch. We just learned that Princess Beatrice, the king's niece, was seen at Clarence House this morning. It's just down the road from where I'm standing right here. And Prince Harry is traveling to London today to be with his father. Now, the palace is still not saying what type of cancer it is, only revealing in a statement uh, released late last night during the king's recent hospital procedure for benign prostate enlargement. A separate issue of concern was noted. Subsequent diagnostic tests have identified a form of cancer, adding Savannah that Charles began outpatient treatment on Monday. We do not know exactly what type of treatment he is receiving and saying the 75-year-old remains, quote, wholly positive about his treatment. Now, we understand he will continue some state duties and some official paperwork, the palace is saying, but he will be taking a step back. And this, of course, comes as Kate, the Princess of Wales, is still recovering from her health scare last month. Camilla, uh, the queen, will uh, still have a full rota of programs of royal duties in coming weeks. But we will start to see a lot more Savannah of Prince William when he returns to royal duties tomorrow. Savannah. All right. Molly Hunter at the palace there. Thank you. Now to the state of emergency in California, where that that slow moving storm has dumped record amounts of rain. The forces of nature on full display as massive mudslides smashing the homes and smother cars and roads. Falling trees blamed for at least three deaths so far in the northern part of the state and everywhere. First responders are plucking people and pets from floodwaters that trap them in their cars and homes. Mr. Roker joining us now. Question I guess everyone wants to know is when's this going to start to taper off? Well, we've got to get through the next 24 hours before we get to any relief. 29 million people under flood alerts. We've got wind alerts for 8 million, 1 million under winter weather advisories. Right now, Los Angeles under that area, under a flash flood warning. So the heavy rain still continues. It's a slow moving system. We have a risk of flooding from Los Angeles to San Diego, Kingman. And that is now moving into Arizona. We're talking some rainfall rates, one to two inches per hour still. All told, we could see another three to four inches or more and heavy snow as well as you get up into the Rockies as this now makes its way into the southwest. Guys. All right, Al, thank you. Uh, for the first time in a dozen years, National Hockey League players will be going for the gold. The NHL has confirmed a deal to let players take part in the 2026 and the 2030 Winter Games, the Winter Olympics. They haven't appeared since the winter of 2014 in Sochi. The league had banned them because of concerns about things like costs and insurance and interrupting the schedule. But Commissioner Gary Bettman said team owners realized how much the players love the international 
international competition and representing their home country. That's great news. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Hooray for Team USA, too. Still ahead here. Our Super Bowl commercial kickoff rolls on. Carson's got a, a sneak peek at some more of the big ads that we'll all see on Sunday. But first, Gracie Gold. She was an Olympian and two-time U.S. champion when she stepped away from figure skating at the peak of her career. And she's sharing her deeply personal story this morning. She's right here to talk about her emotional return to the ice on her terms. Good morning, Gracie. Right after this. There are over 75 million monthly Tubi viewers. That's more people than there are influencers on the internet. Which means Tubi is more popular than sponsored posts for digestive enzymes and high coverage foundation. More popular than soft launching your boyfriend. More popular than making boomers explode with rage when you tell them how much you make on a single post. Tubi, it's more popular than influencers. See you in there. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You blow me away. We met a few months ago. You were not necessarily a shoo-in to go to the Olympics. I got to tell you, when I heard that you placed first at nationals, I was not one bit surprised. You have such focus and determination. Were you surprised? I was... Oh, I was on top of the world. I'm still on cloud nine. I was so proud of how I skated, and I was able to earn my spot to Sochi. It's amazing because there we were 10 years ago, Gracie Gold. That was right after Gracie qualified for the 2014 Sochi Olympics. She would go on to win the bronze medal as well as two U.S. figure skating championships. But what we did not know at the time is that behind closed doors, Gracie was really struggling. She eventually stepped away from skating to focus on her mental health. And now she is out with a new memoir detailing those private battles during her rise to fame quite courageously. And we're going to talk to Gracie right here in a moment. But first, a look back at this journey. For years, Gracie Gold was figure skating's golden girl, making her mark on the ice with confidence and poise and drawing comparisons to Grace Kelly. You were a sensation. You were a golden girl. What was that time like for you? I mean, it was incredible, but I also remember feeling kind of like a fraud in a way. Behind that seemingly perfect smile was a young girl struggling to survive. In 2017, three years after her star turn in Sochi, Gracie took a break from the ice and entered a treatment center in Arizona. It was publicly announced that she was suffering from depression, anxiety, and an eating disorder. In reality, she was also dealing with suicidal ideation, something she talked about during our conversation in 2019. I definitely was at a point where, like... 
I didn't see myself existing much longer. Now, Gracie is revealing more details about her painful past in her new memoir titled Out of Shape, Worthless Loser, the same name she gave to the self-destructive voice inside her head. The book describes her dysfunctional relationship with her family, food, and the world of figure skating. During treatment in 2017, she wrote letters as part of her therapy. Dear skating, you ripped apart my family and others, destroyed my life, and brought me to lows I didn't know were possible. She also opens up about her sexual trauma for the first time and says she was raped by a fellow skater when she was 21. Though she doesn't name him, she says she eventually reported the assault to U.S. Figure Skating and the U.S. Center for Safe Sport, an organization that investigates abuse in sports. According to Gracie, the case remains open and there's been no resolution. In a statement to NBC News, the U.S. Center for Safe Sport says it's conducting a thorough review of the case and is determined to understand the reasons for the unacceptable delay. U.S. Figure Skating did not return our request for comment, but said in a statement to the Wall Street Journal, we are proud of Gracie and what she has overcome. Years later, the now 28-year-old is still focused on her mental health, back on the ice, coaching young skaters, and working on healing her own complicated relationship with the sport. Dear Skating, Gracie writes in a letter from last July, I'm so thankful to be back in your arms. Thank you for being the biggest facet in the rough cut diamond that is me. And here is this beautiful diamond. Gracie, good morning. It's so good to see you. It's so good to see you again. Thanks for having me. I mean, you know, a lot of this, you've been very courageous and open all through these years about your struggles internally, and that's been important to you. This book really lays it all out there in a way you never really have before. What does it feel like in this moment? It's about to be unleashed to the world. I'm 98% really excited, uh, 2% nervous because it really, you know, this is everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just really, really excited. I can't believe the day is finally here. I feel like it hasn't sunk in yet. Yeah, it's here. The title itself will grab a lot of eyebrows. Um, Out of Shape, Worthless Loser. Can you explain why you chose that title and what what that is to you, what that voice is? Well, so I've always had a dark sense of humor, right? The shock value. And uh, when you read the book, right, it's broken into four parts. So part one, Grace Elizabeth, kind of my inner child, youth, Gracie Golds, the one on the Today Show interviews, the skating star. And then the third part is out of shape, Worthless Loser. It talks about my mental health crisis and this person that kind of came out when I was struggling. And so that's what I named it. It's that voice that makes you feel like and out of shape with this loser. That's the scolding voice, the inner critic. Yes. And then part four is me reconciling those three parts and navigating my way through the rest of adulthood. And who is that? Who do we call that? The part four is? Uh, me. We haven't named her yet. Okay. <laughs> she, we're, we're still, we're, you're still writing your story. You know, um, when you went into treatment, you said back in, I think this was 2017, it was to deal with some of the eating disorder issues and anxiety you wanted to say back then you also were having suicidal thoughts, suicidal ideation. Why was that important for you to say then? And, and why couldn't you say it? It was important for me to say that just because that was the truth. Like, that's why I checked into a rehab facility was because I had wanted to check out early. And, you know, I think it wasn't palatable is the word that they used for the world and specifically like the skating community. Like skating officials, the people and, advising you thought. skating has a yeah. lot of kids in it and yeah. just the culture of skating. You know, we don't talk about those things out loud. But for me, 
you know, wasn't gossip or hearsay. It was my story. You know, I was in the middle of Arizona in rehab in the middle of a season, and I felt like an honest answer was appropriate. Yeah. And that's where you were. That's you, you felt like you weren't sure you wanted to go on living. Yeah. And I mean, again, to be mid-season in the middle of Arizona, and mm. it clearly wasn't going well. So for me, I thought, oh, we even have to water down, you know, still trying to get that like perfect princess vibe. Even as I looked around like at the desert, I thought, why are we, why are we still doing this? Yeah. Why are we still acting? I mean, the thing about figure skating is you do put on a show and you write a lot about how that can behind the scenes be, be very, very painful. And you, you really had to overcome a lot of traumas. You talk about your eating disorder. And for the first time in this book, you talk about being raped at the age of 21 by a, a fellow skater in the chapter, Broke My Heart. It's called Innocence Lost. What did it mean to you to, to tell this story for the first time? What are you hoping it will, how, how will, are you hoping it will, will heal you to speak about it? In a lot of ways, I already healed prior to the memoir, just I needed to for myself. Um, but I had to put it in the memoir because it was a very, it was a huge turning point in my life in terms of we turned and went downhill pretty quickly after that. Mm. And, you know, I set out to write not a fluffy sports memoir, um, a real hard-hitting memoir that was dark at times, funny at others. And, you know, it felt inauthentic to leave that chapter of my life out. We heard from the the Center for Safe Sport, which received a report and has said there is an, was an unacceptable delay in dealing with this investigation. As far as you know, is this an investigation that's still open? And what do you hope happens there? To my knowledge, it's still open and everything that I wanted to talk about in terms of details, you know, I put in the book, the other stuff, you know, is just for me and also the open investigation. Um, yeah, there was a bit of a delay, but at that time, you know, Safe Sport was really new and how it worked and what the waiting times were. A lot. I just didn't know what that process was. I just felt like I had to report it and say something about this person. And, you know, I think we're moving towards a better future, uh, especially in light of, you know, cases like Larry Nassar. Um, it, again, it was just, it's an, it's an authentic memoir. And so that needed to be in the book because it was a turning point in my life. Well, you, I always say it about you. You've been so courageous. This is a very courageous book. You, you, you lay bare so much of what you went through. Um, your family, you, you talk about some of the, the issues with your family. Have, have your mom and dad read the book or are they about to see it? And are you nervous about how it will be received? I know your twin sister, Carly, has read it twice like a good sis. Um, but are you, are you nervous about how they'll react to some of this? A little bit. Um, I think that's probably a normal reaction. Mm. Um, I will be interested to see kind of in a typical gold family fashion. We don't we haven't talked about it yet, mm. and I think we're just going to wait to see how that's received. But it was most important for Carly, my twin sister, to like it, and she was heavily involved in the editing process because in many ways it's not just my memoir, it's ours. Yeah. It's a family story, and family stories are messy and complicated. You, It's kind of a love-hate relationship with skating. It's a love letter to skating, and it isn't. It's both. You say in the book, the truth about how a skater becomes a world-class uh, athlete is not pretty. What do you wish people understood? The, well, the hardest part of writing this memoir is 
still making people want to like skating. Like I no way intended to, you know, I didn't want people to think, oh, figure skating is the worst sport ever. You know, I devoted my life to it. I came back to it. I still love skating. It was how I coped with everything around it and some parts of the culture and some people in the sport that um, I think need to change and you know, be a little bit more progressive. You write sport is the opiate of the elite athlete, like the recovering alcoholic who insists that a little wine at dinner won't hurt. I told myself I wasn't like other addicts and set out hoping I could skate in moderation. Could I be a figure skater without jeopardizing my mental and physical health? Is that a question you're still asking or do you feel like you have that answer now? Um, A little bit of both. Uh, I still feel it's you know, my return to skating after treatment, I definitely approached it in a much more healthy way, but also in some ways less successful. So in some ways, I probably don't have the answer to that. But mm. I still love skating. And I just want to say that, you know, again and again, because it's not the sport itself. It's just that culture and there are some toxic people in it and how I poorly coped with the stress of the Olympics and winning nationals and the day-to-day grind. You know, skating's a really physically tough sports. Mm. And because it's also an aesthetic sport, it can just be really tough. Will you pose some hard questions uh, for elite athletes and, and um, athleticism everywhere to, to, to contend with? But you are doing a little coaching and teaching. And how do you like that? I love coaching. Um, I love teaching skating. Again, I devoted my life to it. And so any wisdom I have about it, I would love to share. I especially love working with adult students. Mm -hmm. They are my favorite. I love adult skaters. Um, And that's been a real highlight in coaching so far. Well, you have a lot to give, Gracie. Thank you so much. It's so good to see you. Appreciate it. Um, The memoir is out Today, Today. now, and we want to mention, by the way, a lot of heavy topics uh, discussed here. So if you or somebody you know is struggling, the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline is always available. You can always call. You can text 988. Gracie, it is great to see you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. And we'll go over to Al. Well, thanks for that important conversation. Well, right now, what we're looking at, a storm system moving off the eastern seaboard, still stuck with that storm system down in California, causing big problems. Eastern half of the country looking great. Lots of sunshine. Temperatures starting to warm up. We're going to see some records as we move into later today on into tomorrow. For today, record highs from the plains. Look at all the sunshine from the Great Lakes, northeast New England, mid-Atlantic states, Gulf Coast. More flooding, though, unfortunately, through the south west and another area of showers moving into the pacific northwest don't forget heading out the door check us out sirius xm channel 108 guys all, all right, right. Is it my time yet no uh, no, no you got no, wait no no i got bumped you yeah. got bumped. no not bumped oh, saved you're gonna get saved for the so next you, half so hour. there's even more time okay, for you i need us we yeah, have more yeah, taylor time. swift new album news <laughs> oh, oh yes. you got plus we brought in three experts to boost your heart health the test the foods the moves we all need to know Tuesday morning you crowd out here. Our little corner Rockefeller Plaza. How are you? Good. Happy Tuesday. I got to show y'all something. What? Okay, so a young lady named Hannah. Uh-huh. Wait, can you get a close up? Handcrafted this whole situation. Wait, hang right. on. Right, Where's Hannah? Where's That's Hannah? Right. Hannah, Hannah, should be on Etsy. Hannah. Right. Hannah, what do you do for a living? Um, I'm a professional gift wrapper. Wow. <laughs> well, you're brilliant. Can we keep this? Yes, let's do 
yours. That's yours. Hannah gave it to us. That's is that so cool. sweet? You should start a business on Etsy, Hannah. That's incredible. Oh. She's got one. Okay, All good. right. What's it called? Gift, gift wrap. wrap mom. Gift, gift, gift wrap, wrap boss. Gift wrap boss. We got you, cool. Hannah. We got you, Hannah. Okay. <laughs> Lots to get you in this half hour, including simple things that these experts want you to know to take charge of your heart health. This is American Heart Month. Very good. Also <laughs> coming up on Popstart. Well, I was waiting for the shot to catch up. They look so good there. All right. <laughs> Popstart is on the way. we got new Super Bowl commercials. You're going to see some sneak peeks before the big game this weekend. And are you also- cooking? What's up? Are you cooking? Oh yeah, too? we're yeah we're frying, okay. just you know, pigs in a blanket stuff. Okay. Oh. We got celebrated cookbook <laughs> author Hetty Lou McKinnon here. We're going to share some festive menus for the Lunar New Year. To that be clear, not picking not pig the blankets this morning, though. No. Not this morning. No. Coming up in the third hour, we want to get you ready for Valentine's Day. We've got a creative hack to save money and the secret to transforming grocery store flowers into an expensive-looking bouquet. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Before anything else, though, how about another check of that forecast? All right. Let's show you what we got starting with today. Beautiful weather, eastern third of the country. Country. Record highs, eastern two-thirds of the country. Record highs up in the plains. More flooding, unfortunately, in the southwest. Heavy snow in the Rockies. High surf and windy in the southeast. For tomorrow, Midwest record highs. Sunny, cool in the southeast, but a gorgeous day still. Plenty of sunshine. Again, eastern two-thirds of the U.S. Heavy snow in the Rockies, the Wasatch, the Intermountain regions. Look for more showers along the western coast. And that is your latest weather. Oh, a nice lady who came. Nice lady who's here from Florida. Cancer-free as of today. Today. What's your name? What's your name? My name is Denise. All right, Denise and your lovely husband. Carl. Carl, all right. We love you all. Happy you guys came. Guys, get back to Florida, will you? What are you doing here? (laughs) Congratulations, guys. Coming up on Popstar, it is on the way, as I mentioned. A little sneak peek at some of the big Super Bowl commercials. we got two new ones for you coming up. And also, yes, a little Taylor Swift news on that new album. But first, this is today on NBC. All right, guys, let's get to it. We're going to start the Super Bowl commercial kickoff this week. We're revealing a first look at some of the biggest ad sets to air during the big game. The first one is packed with some of Hollywood's biggest stars, showing you that you can almost get anything delivered with Uber Eats. But in order to remember that, they have to forget something else. That's a really expensive That's commercial. Great. You know what the key was? Really committing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Committed on the joking. Yeah. I love jelly, jelly, jelly roll. Jelly roll. Yeah. Jelly roll. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, That's coming off. That's good. All right, we got another one from M&M's. This one giving a shout out. To anyone who's been an almost champion. Oh, I can Are just hear the ratings going up right now. I can just hear it. All right, check back tomorrow. We've got two. Can't guarantee they'll be as good. But tomorrow we've got two new ones. Up next, Taylor Swift. Overnight, the now 14-time Grammy winner released details about her upcoming album, The Tortured Poets Department. Swift dropping a new image with the words, I love you, it's ruining my life, written across the bottom. Plus, the track listing. She's also revealed there's a couple of collaborations on the record, teaming up with Post Malone and Florence and the Machine on a couple of tracks. Of course, Swifties are blowing up the internet, trying to decode the meanings behind every little thing, including the album's title. A lot of people online asking if The Tortured Poets Department could be a reference to her ex, Joe Alwyn, who mentioned in a 2022 interview that he was in a group text with other actors called the Tortured Man Club. Oh, Oh, wow. We can all do a deep dive into the lyrics when we get our cork boards and our red strings and (laughs) act like Carrie from Homeland when the album drops on April 19th. Finally, John Krasinski, the new behind-the-scenes teaser, is out for If. It's a movie that he wrote and directed, and it's referencing this classic office cold open. Who are you? Who am I? 
I'm Jim. We've been working together for 12 years. We're Jug Dwight. You're not Jim. Jim's not Asian. You seriously never noticed? Hey, hats off to you for not seeing race. Jim's at the dentist this morning, and Steve is an actor friend of ours. So that's actor Randall Clark's cameo, season nine of The Office, and now iconic Jim Dwight prank that they pulled. We'll now take a look at how Randall and John have teamed up again, this time to get IF's leading man, Ryan Reynolds. Hey there, I'm Ryan Reynolds, star of the upcoming film, IF. And IF you've ever... Uh, and I'm John Krasinski, the director and star of the upcoming film, IF. Wait, 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 hold on, what are you doing? I'm talking about our movie. You're not, you're not John Krasinski. You're Randall Park. John Krasinski is much shorter and less Asian than you are. Uh, Ryan. Krasinski uh, went all out inserting Randall into all the behind the scenes footage oh, from the set. And it's also a perfect fit. Since Michael Scott is actually Steve Carell's in the movie, oh. there's a nice connection there. It was really funny, though. Well, well good that. Pop Star was worth the wait. Hits theaters in May. Well, thank you. Yes. Thank you. I'll yes, stop on my head. Yeah. Stop. Coming up next, guys, we've got three experts with important tips for American Heart Month, the screenings to get, the key foods to eat, and the best exercises to keep your heart in top shape. But first, this is Today on NBC. There are over 75 million monthly Tubi viewers. That's more people than there are in France, which means Tubi is more popular than cigarettes for breakfast. It's more popular than considering iced coffee a total abomination. More popular than loving political revolutions. More popular than mer and mer somehow being different words. Tubi, it's more popular than being French. See you in there. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Welcome back. February is American Heart Month, and this morning we brought in three experts to share some important advice to boost your heart. We've got a cardiologist, a nutritionist, and a sports medicine doctor. So let's get started with NBC News medical contributor and cardiologist, Dr. Tara Narula. Dr. Narula, good morning. So good morning. always bears reminding what are the risk factors of heart attack, especially for women who often don't recognize that's what's happening. Absolutely. This is the leading cause of death for men and women, cardiovascular disease, and knowledge is power. So a lot of us know about the traditional risk factors, which are age, family history, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, diabetes, smoking, sedentary lifestyle, and obesity. But as you pointed out, there are some risk factors for women that many are not aware of, and that includes things like polycystic ovarian syndrome, early menopause, migraine, pregnancy complications like preeclampsia or gestational diabetes or even miscarriage, and then autoimmune conditions like lupus, rheumatoid arthritis, psoriasis, and inflammatory bowel disease. So if you have some of those risk factors, are there early screenings that you can do? So screening is so important. I wish
wish we could make it cool for people to get screened for heart disease. <laughs> it just is like, cool. Just like they do for their colonoscopy and with their mammograms. Um, the first thing is really sit down with your doctor. A cardiologist is a great person to do this with and go over your risk factors. They can actually calculate for you a risk score. We have a calculator. You can go online and find one. The most recent one is called Prevent, where we plug in your age, your gender, what kind of risk factors you, ha- you have, and we get a 10-year risk score for you mm. or a lifetime risk score of cardiovascular disease events or even heart failure. The next test is one that I love. I use a lot for my patients. It's called a calcium score. This is a very quick CAT scan of the heart looking for spots of calcified plaque. It's like a peak under the Mm -hmm. hood. Mm -hmm. Costs about $100 typically, um, but it really helps us identify heart disease in people that we may not know or they may not know have heart disease. So it's a great test. And then real quickly, once again, the symptoms of a heart attack. Yes. So chest pressure, pain, tightness, squeezing, heaviness, jaw or shoulder pain, shortness of breath, unusual fatigue, nausea or indigestion. Um, These are some of the common signs. All right, Dr. Narula, thank you. Great way to start. Hoda, over to you. All right, let's talk about foods that can boost your heart health with nutritionist J.J. Smith. J.J., good morning. Hey, good morning. Okay, first of all, this is your alley. So we're talking about omega-3s. Those fatty acids are very, very important. What's the best place to get those? Okay, the best place, we're going to start with the mm-hmm. fish. Yeah. The fatty fish is the best place. Okay. Now, omega-3 fatty acids mm-hmm. are going to have a profound impact on cardiovascular health. Okay. It's going to slow the buildup of uh, mm-hmm. plaque in mm-hmm. the arteries. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I would say is you have to be careful how you prepare. You yeah. want olive oil, healthy oils. What you don't want to do is deep fry fish, yeah. right? And get the trans <laughs> fatty oil. Right. You lose the All whole. the healthiness so is gone. So if you wanted to take a fish oil tablet or liquid fish oil, That's would that do the That's a great alternative. That's oh. a great alternative and you'll get it all right, Omega-3. let's lower some of our cholesterol. You like nuts. I love nuts yep. and seeds. I uh-huh. absolutely do. Um, studies show that four more servings of nuts and seeds will lower the risk of heart disease oh, and really? stroke. Oh, really? So it will have your good cholesterol going up and your bad cholesterol going down, which is what we want. Now, what's a serving usually? A like, serving is generally a handful. A handful of nuts and any kind of nut? Or? Any kind of nuts and seeds. These are great options. Mm-hmm. But as long as it's an unsalted nut, you can't go wrong. Okay. Okay. Let's talk berries. Why are these important and how do they help? Okay, berries, not only are they beautiful, right? They're Uh high in antioxidants. And so they will slow the buildup of cholesterol. And people always say, what do you mean cholesterol? Mm -hmm. It will make sure you don't have a lot of fatty deposits in your arteries that lead to a lot of uh, heart disease. And so this is a great option. You berries, blueberries, raspberries, mm-hmm. strawberries. Love. They're all great. Leafy greens. They always say Ooh. that this is something that we need, especially the darker yes. greens. How do these help? The darker, the better. Now, I'm a big fan mm-hmm. of green smoothies. You can mm-hmm. get them in a salad, but green mm-hmm. uh, green leafy vegetables are high yeah. in dietary nitrates. Okay. And what they do is they convert into nitric oxide okay. in the body ah. that relaxes the blood vessels. Mm. It lowers the blood okay. pressure and really... Um, just gives you better and, blood flow. And I like a, I like the idea about making a smoothie. Yes, you got all these quick and peas easy. and beans. We got peas, good. we got beans, we got chickpeas. Yeah. These are great at also lowering cholesterol, lowering blood pressure. They're easy to lentils. eat as well. Got lentils, all those. I like how simple. you put it in one big salad you, so you don't have to worry about it. You put everything and you've combined it. Yes, we make it easy. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is just put these in a salad. You can mm-hmm. get all the ingredients yep. in a single day. One day, right here. Dig in your fork and enjoy. It's that simple. JJ, I told you you'd be great. You were. Congrats. <laughs> All right. Let's go over to you, Craig. All right. Out. Of course, diet goes hand in hand with exercise to give your heart a lift. So we're doing some bicep curls this morning. 
with this guy, Dr. Jordan Metzl. Dr. Metzl, of course, specializes in sports medicine, uh, strength building. So we know that, that the weightlifting, working with weights, it tones, it builds muscle. It can also help with your heart. That's right. So, uh, you know, we think about muscles like bicep muscles are skeletal muscles, but cardiac muscle is also your heart muscle. And first of all, just exercising every day a little bit uh, for some, with some intensity helps your heart muscle, number one. Number two is that we all, after about age 25, lose about 3% of our muscle mass per year, wow. per decade. I'm sorry, per decade. And so that's replaced by subcutaneous fat, which is inflammatory. So by maintaining our muscle mass, we actually, it's anti-inflammatory. It keeps our heart healthy. So bicep curls obviously are good. We've got these chairs here to show us another exercise that's good for heart health. That's right. So the other piece is sitting. So in everybody's job, especially these days, yeah. we're seeing a lot more sitting. And the glutes are the biggest, strongest muscle in the body. And, you know, you've heard the phrase sitting is the new smoking. Yeah. Sitting for more than a couple hours at a time is really injurious to your health. So we want to get people to think about doing some squats. I have my, in my office, all my employees do squats. They do about 10 squats every hour. And let's demo that. So we're Ten just going to right up and right back down. We're going to go up and right back down. And again, this seems pretty easy, but just body weight squats, a great way to break up that sitting. Sitting, prolonged sitting is a disease. So you want to get up and get moving every hour. And everyone can do this. Anybody, that's, that's anywhere, anytime. Just okay. use your body weight. All right, Dr. Metzl, thank you. Hey, no problem. And go Chiefs. I know you're a big Chiefs fan. You better believe it. Go into the game. Chiefs fan. <laughs> Dr. Metzl, thank you. And again, a big thanks to Dr. Narula and JJ yeah. as well. Mr. Daly. Sorry, guys. Uh, Chef and I are just sitting over here ready to eat after that working out. Guys, we got Hetty Lou McKinnon in the house making delicious recipes. It's a feast celebrating the Lunar New Year, the Year of the Dragon. You're going to make it home. You're going to love it. And we're going to eat it. But first, this is today on NBC. And we're back with today's food this morning. We're getting you ready for the Lunar New Year. Forget Super Bowl on Sunday. How about Lunar New Year Saturday, everybody? You got a feast you can cook up at home. Hetty Lou McKinnon here, cookbook author, James Beard Foundation finalist, sharing two traditional dishes that are perfect just in time for the Year of the Dragon. Chef, good to see you. Good. First of all, the dumpling. You've got a dumpling over there. What, is, what, yes. is, what does a dumpling represent for the Lunar New Year? So it's a lucky food to eat. So dumplings and wontons because it resembles gold ingots, which was a currency in ancient China. Oh, so cool. it's, we're all about eating lucky foods during right. this time of year. And we're going to start, you're preparing like a dipping sauce. You want to, this is the first thing you want That's to do. That's right. So I'm making a, a chili crisp. Um, but I call it an umami crisp because there's a few secret ingredients that make it extra savory. Which means there's a little bit more about the, the, the total flavor exactly. than just spice. Exactly. And that's the great thing about making your own chili crisp at home is you can tr control how much heat you put in there. What do you got? What do you, so you're chopping a So I'm just a, chopping a, a shallot. shallot and then we can move on to, I've got just some neutral oil in here. Yep. And yeah, you can continue chopping. All right. So our secret ingredient is the uh, dry porcini mushrooms. Love it. That's going to add a heat. We got our tasting table over there. Mushrooms down. So we're going to put the shallot in. in. We're going to get, we've fine. got some shaved Almonds. Oh, almonds. We've got Thought some were garlic. Back there. <laughs> got some sesame seeds, okay. some garlic. Yep, some red pepper flakes. Red pepper flakes. And this is gochugaru, which is a, a Korean red pepper flake. Okay. We're just going to stir that up. That um, is going to just simmer for 15 to 20 minutes. All those bits are going to get really crispy. Yeah. And it's infusing the oil with flavor and aromatics. Is that the sauce I was looking at back there? It's so How does it thicken up? 
it just it just thickens it just and everything gets crispy and Ooh, it's and all the, the the liquid cooks out. All right, there's so the umami dipping sauce. What do we got? Umami. Now we're going to move on to the wonton um, filling, which is broccoli. Okay. So we've got some onions that have been sautéed. Oh, you're in, the vegetarian, right? I'm yeah. the vegetarian. You were vegetarian since what? Seventeen? Yeah, pretty close. Nineteen. 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 What made you go vegetarian? Love vegetables. Yeah, but I mean, we're, we're, what really? <laughs> I didn't like meat. That's the opposite. Oh, there you go. Okay. So we've got some onions here, and I'm going to add some broccoli gotcha. and some garlic, and that's just going to sauté for about five to seven minutes. Easy. We're just trying to get the, gar the the broccoli soft and tender. I'm going to season that some pepper and salt. We're just going to let that go, okay. and then when that's done, we're going to chop that up. Okay. This is the next And that's bit. this right here? That's this right here. And this right becomes here. part of the filling. It becomes part of the filling. And potatoes, the other part? Potatoes, the other part. Now, it's not traditional to have potato, but as for a vegetarian dumpling, you want something that's going to bring all the other ingredients together mm -hmm. and add body. Mm -hmm. And this is a potato. Do you could want you to mash that up? Potato? I'd love to. You could. You could. You could use any vegetables, really, in a dumpling. Okay. I'm just going to mash that up. You guys really eat the dumplings? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. You like it? Yum, yeah. Yum, 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 oh, yeah. Simple yeah. currency. This is fantastic. You're not missing the meat, though, are you? I no. didn't. I would have thought there was meat. <laughs> Mushrooms are meaty. Uh -huh. yes. They are. Yeah. They are. So we're just going to mash that right. up, and then we're going to add the. You want to add the broccoli? Yep. The miso paste. That's yep. going to add extra umami and flavor, a bit of yep. sweetness too. Love it. And the green onions. Gotcha. Mix. Okay. Your Carson. Well, we only got a couple chef. minutes. He's, it's he's for the year of the dragon. That's when I really shine. You're bringing it out. <laughs> You're bringing the game. You're bringing it. And next thing we do is okay. we're going to, um, we can, we've got I'm some, sorry. Yeah, got some filling here. So you're, you're going to wrap one, Let's wontons do it. too. I love it. It's like so origami. This is a real art. We've got here. some wonton wrappers here. Okay. Mm -hmm. First thing you're going to do is just wet the edges. Yep. So in a triangle. Nice. Yep. And we're going to take about. Well, this is fun to do with the kids to make yes, so, wontons this know, weekend. Yes. Lunar New Year is all about family and, and bringing everyone together to. You're going to get a little, little dollop? Yeah, we're going to do a dollop, a heaping teaspoon. we got a minute, Chef, just so you know. Okay. 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 Triangle okay. We're over. on it. We're on it. Triangle. Triangle. Over, pinch it. Yep. yep. And then we're going to do a little bit of water there okay. and just bring oh, it together. Oh, oh, oh. That's, that's not as hard as you'd think it would yeah. be. It's okay. not hard at all, guys. Okay. Not hard at not all. Good. Okay. Yeah. Carson's is, is, is awesome. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. And then like maybe here. <laughs> <laughs> we just got some boiling water here. What so. I did. Yep. Just, this just is boiling so water and easy. We're just going to drop these in. Watch the splash. Let her go. Let her go. How long are you cooking these suckers? As soon as they float to the top. Let them oh, roll around for 10 fine. seconds, and then it's Wait, done. what is the beauty? This is a, a, a mochi uh, uh, so this cake? this is a ginger and coconut mochi cake. Mm. It's a traditional cake we eat at Lunar New Year. It's called Ningo in Chinese, which um, translates to year higher. So it's a very lucky cake. Too. And we're going to oh, sauce yeah. the dumplings oh, with a little uh, sesame. Without you. That's Chef, thank you so much. Thank you, Chef. Today.com slash food for more of these recipes. Thank you, Chef. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.